wonder if people think we actually have coffee in here, but we you, don't. Or, mm. Well, you did the one time, like the fir- the very first <laughs> one you had coffee. You're like, can I drink out of this? I'm like, yeah. Did you get scared? No, no, because I'm the one that cleans these. Okay. <laughs> I knew there's nothing in it. But all right, <clears throat> we're back with yours truly and DJ. Um, we love to have these like update discussions about kind of what our company's doing, what just the world is doing. Um, and this one's particularly exciting because we're coming off a very rare event. Whoa. Very, very rare event. Big time. The last one didn't even occur on U.S. soil. Uh, you know, what What? <laughs> what am I talking about? Man, the Jags beating the <laughs> Buffalo Bills. Woo! The Jags won a football game. Let's go. Yeah, it was, that was pretty exciting. It was pretty wild. I mean, we I normally I'm like, all right, I'll leave like, you know, halftime, third quarter, like, you know, just I was so glued to the game. That and was I crazy. think it was more exciting. Josh Allen freaking just balling. Josh Allen pummeling Josh Allen. Balling. <laughs> yeah. So. It, it was exciting. I coming from baseball background, it's like people are like, Well, would you rather see like a slug fest or like a pitcher's duel? This was very much in my eyes like a pitcher's duel for football. Like mm-hmm. it was just like constant drive 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 no one really other than the bills played terribly um played terribly and uh, And my fantasy actually well yeah that was so that was kind of a thing that people ever (laughs) my buddy was sweating it out he's like i had like minus this or what plus that i'm like yeah you're not even close um trevor lawrence going down everyone thought that that was sketchy the uh did we ever read? I didn't read what ha- what had happened to him. Did uh, he just get ankle hit? Ankle kind of got stepped on. Got stepped yeah, on. Did X-rays look good? Came back out, toughened it out. And yeah, that's what you do for a franchise quarterback. That's good to it. See him right. Well, and out there, try to get the dub. Got the dub. Got the dub. Got the. Although I'll tell you what, though, the backup was it Beathard? Oh Beathard? yeah, Beathard. Beathard, dude, that guy came in like a, like he didn't miss. Oh my gosh, Th- throws that dime. Agnew unfortunately dropped it, but it was just. I mean. Perfectly thrown ball. Literally, I and but. we the guys behind us were shouting. He's like, "Just let this guy finish out the drive. <laughs> like he's got us this far. Like let him finish yeah. out the drive." He was a, it, it was, was funny behind us. Though. Oh man, he's a character. Yeah. He's a real character. But um, yeah, it was actually rare sighting that the Jags toughed it out. Is this going to be the turnaround? You think? You think this could be the pivoting I think this point? Is, you know, I think with anything in life, in any sports, business, anything, I think that these little these confidence boosters. Hey, mm-hmm. they've won two out of the last three games. You know, they went traveled to Seattle, didn't play well, obviously. They won the game in London, came off a bye week, played Seattle, didn't play well, came back here, really made up for it with, you know, arguably everyone's calling to be a Super Bowl contender, Buffalo Bills team. Yeah. And that played, you know, Monday Night Football. I happened to be in Nashville for a conference, played Nash, uh, Tennessee Titans, like down to the wire, which Tennessee Titans are a very strong team right now. So... You know, I think we're going to win out, make the playoffs, probably fall short of the Super Bowl this year. But, you know, who knows? I don't know. Just miss. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely exciting because there is – me being a new Jags fan is – I mean, they're like die, – they're diehard. Like, there's yeah. just no turning back. No. And it's funny because, yeah, it's like they're not – they weren't great. They're struggling. They're figuring it out. But every single game, like, the stadium's packed. Yep. The energy's there. The jersey color is a little different. Like when we got there, it was a lot of blue jerseys, yep. a lot of white jerseys. But uh, yeah, towards the end of the game, it's it seemed to be teal and black that stuck you, around. You know what I think might have been the Bills' problem is is when we were tailgating. You know, I didn't see anybody jumping on tables through tables like they were supposed to be. So maybe the energy of the crowd was. That is there. true. I did not I see a single excited. table split yeah, down I was in like, Jacksonville. Man, somebody's going to jump off a van through the table. Didn't happen. Nobody. And it's Dang. and I heard a lot of people talk about like, oh, I came down from here from the game. I came down from here. Came down from here. And not a single table when we walked out of that parking lot was split, broken in the garbage. I think you're right. I think the energy was not there. They just yeah. came down here. 
and they this thought is they're funny. gonna win super easy exactly just and like people can show up to work think it's gonna be easy oh i got my real estate license this is gonna be easy exactly Let's compare that to the buffalo bills kind of layup Dude, ex- <laughs> exactly because that's what i wanted to, to lead into is because when you show up and you think something's going to happen, I mean, right, you can prepare, you can whatever, but if you just rely on what should be mm-hmm. eight times, nine times out of ten, not going to happen. That's why they say any given Sunday, that's for football. But that's that's why I, my heart is into preparation and to making sure that everyone has what they need and the tools they need mm-hmm. to succeed. Now, what you do with those tools, hey, what are you going to – you know, right. you can't take anything for granted. I think – we as humans take a lot of things for granted every day that we, we definitely shouldn't. Should definitely, you know, show more gratitude, be more grateful for sure. on a daily basis. I know I'm working on this, you know, on my personal growth. Absolutely. But, you know, I, I, you know, someone's out there right now working. You know, Chris is out there working 730. I'm like, what are you doing here? It's like, man, I got to work. I was like, just work harder. No, work harder than everybody else and just have more knowledge than everybody else. Right. I mean, pretty far. It's it's pretty much I spoke to Kevin, um, one of our new brokers, and he's the director of agent success now. Um, I was speaking to him about Kobe, Michael, Derek Jeter. All those dudes had stupid talent, mm-hmm. but their number one North Star from their playing is no one's going to ever outwork me ever. Dude, you hear those stories about Kobe like showing up, but they, the he could have been awful. But it wasn't. Yeah. He had the talent. He had the talent to show up on a Sunday and just beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, beat anybody. Yeah. Didn't let that be his, like, whatever. Like, still w- was out there shooting free throws. I mean, how many stories did you hear about Kobe? You just, like, guys are walking around in the tunnels of the stadium. They hear a basketball going. It's, like, 7 in the morning or it's 1230 at night. Right. And they peek out there, and there's, like, three lights on, and it's Kobe just shooting. Yeah. Like, I mean, look at the evolution. You know, I'm going to talk about Steph Curry about the top, you know, mm. topic we'll talk about in a little bit. But Steph Curry, you know, came out of Davidson. Not a very, you know. Yeah. Every, I, everyone yeah. was looking at him. Talk about somebody that just put in a lot of work and a shooting, pl- practicing all these shots. And you yeah. look at, you know, all, you know, NBA is kind of on fire right now. Or you look at some of these first, first round draft picks in the NFL. The only difference is, is the complacency that some people get saying, hey, are you already yeah. made it? Or already have this license or already sold 10 or 20 houses in a year right a lot of people don't you know take that and be like hey if i work on this and on the off season right how do i get better with investors new construction you know listing more properties yeah no you're totally right it's it's definitely a a sense of complacency because we always to we're the first people to pat ourselves on the back Mm -hmm. and probably our hardest critic Mm -hmm. so you have to think if you if you're a single agent and you're projecting oh i'm gonna sell 12 homes this year and you sell 15, you sell 16 homes because it's a good year right. for the market, you're like, this is crazy year yeah. for me. Like, not just like, hey, like how do I – them out. Right, like, why not, why not double down and push for 20, push yeah. for 25, make it a stupid year, and set myself up the next two, three years to be able to do something else, yeah. right? Like, yes, you can vacation, buy a new car, whatever you want to do, but you're not so, – you're somebody that's like that now, but you yeah. weren't. I remember you telling the story about, like, your – first deal where you had it was either i can go do this or i can buckle down and yeah. start my own team start my own brokerage right and yeah i'm sure the waves were firing <laughs> but probably but you made I the decision a lot and yeah. I had to make that decision and people see you know man it was it was a hard hard 10 12 13 years well, of that's sacrifice what, our last discussion i was like but you people got see licensed this now and they're like oh yeah that's i'm like it's crazy yeah. 
hollered me 12 years ago. It's where all this gray hair comes from. <laughs> but, no, that's important is that people see that, and we spoke about that earlier too, is, like, people see Kevin Hart. People see Jim Gaffigan. They see people n- now yeah. – have no Todd clue. on your podcast. I mean, you know, it's like this is this is. I, I'm hopeful that people are like. Yeah, he used to do a podcast, and that, now that's what he does. But that's it. People are so quick to judge the now that they right. have no clue what happened prior yeah. to that, right? People have to work hard, no matter what, no matter what industry, no matter what. If you're a professional athlete, if you're, you know, um, a real estate agent, right. mortgage, insurance, anything and everything. There are people out there in this in in this community and in, in the world that are willing to do what go to any ends of the earth to be successful and that's yeah. and you know you gotta wake up and have that chip on your shoulder to know somebody's coming for you yeah and you, that's you have to and you have to you have to be a sense of your own motivation too where like i mean right we're sitting at the game and you got people screaming like oh so and so is a bum i'm like the dude is a professional athlete yeah. he's six eight right like, 240 like specimen has worked like they don't yeah. just ask people to just be like hey like well if you saw some of the games, you'd think that they yeah. just asked people to come on the field. Well, yesterday we were watching – Noah and I were watching SportsCenter and, and kind of like, you know, just kind of on low. We were just all kind of – after dinner, we were just talking. There's two guys boxing. You know, I don't follow boxing that much, but, I, you know, I'm watching this you know, program that's kind of leading up to the big boxing match. I think it's this Saturday. Mm-hmm. And you can see it's he's talking about, hey, I only wanted – I always wanted to be a professional boxer. You know, he's 12 years old. He's in the ring. They're throwing medicine balls at his stomach. Then he has to do sit-ups. Then he's, you know, he's been right working that hard from for, twelve. From twelve, he's probably twenty-five, and you know, sure, he's, uh, you know, he's a, he is a champion. I know that, but I think everyone's like, you don't understand what goes into that, right? And like, and it's crazy to like, think. oh, this dude's twenty-five. Like his life barely started. It's like yeah. this dude's been doing it since 12. Yeah, twelve. What have you been doing since t- you were twelve years old? Right. That you're now, even as an adult, other than probably surfing, maybe yes. shooting basketball around, like that's like a very small niche thing that happens that you take something like that and go. And then go. But wait, I'm 25. I just got a real estate license. I just went through all of this fingerprinting, all the state application, right. waiting, test taking, not an easy test. Right. You've made that decision, but then you're going to be like, um, where I go and what I do in the next 30 to 60 to 90 days is pretty much unless you have a huge nest egg that you, you know, that you have yeah. of money, that decision that you make in 30, 60, 90 days of what you're going to do for your career, for your boxing career, for your world championship that you're Absolutely. trying to make is the biggest decision. And yet the due diligence that goes into it of what they should and how they should do it, I think, you know, unfortunately gets derailed a little bit. Yeah. Take it to a, a year or two agents. Say you've had a little bit of success, three to five sales maybe in your first year, which would be an incredible year for, for yeah. you know. A first time, a first year agent. Agents, yeah. Right. Um, but then what happens if that decreases, uh, uh, you know, the next year? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the average real estate salary right now, I think, you know, I think the NAR was like $52,000 or it's not, it's not all, uh, yeah, it's, it's not, not what you see on TV, you know, yeah. the Lamborghinis on. Well, that's it. I mean, selling, uh, there's so many things that are just glorified now, but I, I think you're totally right. Like no one sees the amount of hard work. Like I saw a great meme the other day. And so coming from production, coming from the digital side, Equipment's expensive, mm-hmm. very expensive. There will be freelancers or people that will spend $6,000 on equipment and then spend like $50 on marketing their own services. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you need the equipment, you need the tools, you need the real estate license, you need the schooling, you need yeah. all these things to do that, you need to be a part of the boards. But then why just fall short by 
doing all the things like yet yeah, there's things working hard is not a dollar amount no picking up the phone free. and calling answering the phone it's not a dollar amount it's free it's free to work it's totally free to just give your 100 percent energy into something effort 100 percent it's Talk completely free. for granted we don't and you know this is why we do our morning meetings we try to get the motivation going at a really high level look bad days good days it's all around but the people that can leave it at the door and understand like hey i have a purpose mm-hmm. and you know in our meeting i asked you know what everyone's purpose was yeah um, your why forward. yeah yeah like you know what what where do you see yourself what's your debt in your in the universe going to be in mm-hmm. one year five years and 20 years and that's a big question that many people don't think about but if you're not willing to properly put yourself in the position to work to even think about that then you're doa yeah. yeah right because it's like well then what are you doing yeah. you're just what you're just waking up every single day just doing going through the motions like doing whatever i mean that's yeah. literally what the buffalo bills did they showed up went right. through the motions and they got their st- right they didn't get stomped but like emotionally they got right. stomped right now you got to carry that yeah. you, have, you have to be the team that you're like yeah let's Could you imagine that plane ride home yeah that was probably uh not good not not ideal but th- that's that's what's so frustrating at least to me and like we see you know you know agents like you said they come and go and people think they know what's best for them or not but what's great about this and at least what i love and you kind of pioneer me to kind of handle my side and i learn from you is that you're doing anything and everything necessary to ensure that we'll be at the forefront of something so zillow just announced huge news yep. that they're going to be stop buying homes their zillow offer program done dead in the water the world like erupted. They were right. Like, I told you I did. Well, when you say the world, the real estate, the world. real estate world. But Not they're a like consumer on my page was really well correct. <laughs> but everybody's like, I told you I was. I already knew this. Then it's like, whatever. How are you going to react to this? Is at least the thing that I see. The biggest thing is like people are all up in arms about catching up about what did happen. Yeah. Where you and the team that we have here is all about. Where are we going? Where next? we're going next, and people that's stay stuck in that, and they'll complain about what Zillow's doing or what they were trying to do, or maybe they, you know, sure, companies make mistakes, they take risks, they do things, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, for what they're doing and what they're trying to become, I mean, they get they get two hundred twenty million eyeballs on their site per month, two hundred twenty million, so they have the traffic, and if you, you know, if you look at any, you know, YouTube influencer, mm-hmm. Instagram bloggers, all of these things, it's about eyeballs, right? Yeah, they're gonna do this for this. People still search for their homes on Zillow, and they're always going to. Correct. Now they're not going to sell their home to Zillow. Now Zillow is, I think, going because it's to- not offered. It's not that they're just gonna be like, "I'm yeah. not selling my home." You're right. It's not a single consumer was speaking about this. Right. It was everybody in the industry who thinks they were. They right. were in the know, and they're reacting with everybody else. I'm like, if you were in the know, you would have known about this yeah. and have been planning ahead. And maybe, maybe Rich Barton, the board members, maybe they see something. Who knows? Right. That, and they said, hey, this is gonna, it's gonna look very bad. We, you know, made a mistake. Business innovation. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be, you know, ripple effects. But I think it takes a lot of, I think it takes a lot of courage to just say, hey, I'm, I'm out. And then say, hey, I'm going to pivot and I'm going to do what sure. we need to do. So I think for us as a brokerage, I'm I'm really bullish on the future. I'm very I'm very excited for the yeah. partnership with Zillow. I think it's going to take our agents to another level. Um, they're already you know listing tons of properties and yeah. doing all of these things. So my relationship with Zillow is you know I was part of you know their broker partner. Mm-hmm. Nothing's changed. We're moving you know moving forward. 
Yeah. Um, we all learned a lot. I learned a lot about business. I learned a lot about, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, being in that arena with yeah. somebody like Zillow Publicly is Publicly traded company. Yeah. And it's, it's, so it's neat. It's been a learning experience. But again, we're, we're focused on the branding, the marketing, and Absolutely. solidifying ourselves in this community that you don't, you know, necessarily have to go to Zillow, that you can go to the DJLindsay.com, get all of your resources from our brand right. because you are going to get an end-to-end solution that's, in my opinion, not flawless. You know, it's close to flawless. Yeah, you're totally right. Get. Yeah. And will we make mistakes in, in between? Absolutely. Will we take risk? Absolutely. But we'll if learn I'm a from consumer, them. whether I want to buy or sell, I know that I can get an Uber experience if I go to djandlindsay.com and I pull, you know, and I search there and I click a button. You're going to have a conversation with a live list, uh, licensed real estate agent, the click of a finger that is trained, that is well versed on this, yeah. you know, on this particular market and i think that's that's the future yeah i think you're totally right it's it's uber for real estate it's amazon for real estate it's being able to get your questions answers your concerns Mm -hmm. you know answered like that in no time and then having that person then follow up on that like hey i remember you had those questions like where are you at are you still thinking about that Mm -hmm. okay cool you know no harm no foul like hey if whenever you have that opportunity or whatever let us know like we're here for you and i think you're right you know people are so worried about reacting to news versus here we're like okay this is what happened now now we're going to do this versus like people that are just talking about it and worried about what other people are doing you're worried about what other people are doing how could you possibly be worried about what you're doing right and it it just you know people like to see failures people like to see people you know not succeed are they root for people to not succeed? It's it's crazy out there. It's I wild love to me. see you know people take risk every day, opening businesses and doing all of these things. We talk about supporting local, yes. and doing all of these things. And it's like we have all of these things in the community, yet we still choose not to to support what what we have. But then we want to bash, and it's just you know, yeah. unfortunately, you know, maybe why the metaverse is is popping up. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe that's that's true but right we do so one of our big initiatives now like we, we want to try and drive you know the small business come on community yeah. because we're a part of it i mean we are a part of the small business community mm-hmm. i mean even though we are a, a big name in the space in this area we are a very much a small business i mean you and Lindsay grew this team from you and Lindsay, yeah. and now we're you know we're what almost 80 something agents 30 36 w2, w-2 employees. employees it's bananas and to think that people don't see that like you're people are quick to like like a photo from like jay-z puts it uh, jay-z right. just started his instagram but had one picture up there there was like a yeah. bajillion likes on it whatever but you post about your bakery that you and your fiance just opened up and you get like 13 likes it's like yeah i like, knew them that person's putting her everything on the line literally jay-z's instagram account was up down three billion likes uh, gone and then just not anymore like when Lindsay and i started this it was her and i signed a five-year commercial lease furnished this whole place and yeah we're like um what do we do now Nobody we're do like, now. hey we're putting it all on the line we knew yeah. what we needed to make every month and that's why we sold real estate mm-hmm. and just kept reinvesting and reinvesting but Small businesses every day are taking risk, and we have to understand that if we can support them at a really high level, if they're doing what they need to do. But on the flip side, if you are opening a small business, we are in a customer service crisis right now. Yes. COVID has opened the door for all of these businesses. I'm building a house right now. I'm just going to use that as an example. Mm-hmm. Vendors, you know, it doesn't matter. Vendors for, you know, tiles or, or windows right. or it, they, it's just 
the answer is always, I don't know what to do. I can't help you. And now that falls into, you know, cable companies. And we've always known that, right. you know, they're trying to work on. But my point is, is if we're in a customer service crisis right now, and you're opening a small business or you are a small business and you're a real estate agent and your number one thing isn't customer service, you're three years behind. Right. You're three months behind because if you can step up and do that, that's why I'm so passionate about making sure that we have the best customer service because we live in a world of very, you know, the, you know, job, you know, job crisis going on that we just right. live in a world that the customer service has definitely dropped on all levels. Right. So because if we they can figure, bring it up here, then. People just figure they're like, oh, well, you're, they'll do it anyway. Right. Well, that doesn't mean they have to have just an absolute awful time doing it. Right. And right? I and I use this example. Everyone's like, oh, I can't, you know, I can't give good service. Like, BS. Go to Chick-fil-A. They're a machine. Yeah. How is Chick-fil-A? They might be paying, you know, they might be paying people a little bit more. But you pull up the Chick-fil-A. They got their people outside. They're doing their thing. Chick-fil-A isn't saying, oh, my gosh. I mean, maybe they are behind the scenes. Who knows? But we have a job crisis, but they're not letting their brand falter because never. of that. Yeah. You know, so what? how much of it is an excuse to not, you know, kind right. of and carry yourself? To it's even ir- more ironic that Chick-fil-A carries the stigma of having good customer service. And it's weird that I use the word stigma because – there's memes about it right. where it's like people sprinting next to the side of the car. Like, yeah. what kind of sauce do you want? I'm like, we're almost joking about how good the service right. is. And we have an employee from Chick-fil-A, one of our best. We have two now. We have two? Yeah. See, one Reagan of and I, Hannah. Okay. Hannah. Okay. Yeah. I could see. Okay. I could see that because Hannah is constantly – Hannah's one of our new transaction coordinators. Great. Young girl. She's always at Dana's desk. Like She's asking questions. Phenomenal. Hey, what can I do? What can I like? How can I help you? I, like, Dan and I. Specific one conversation. She was like, I mean, if you want like this kind of like drab menial task, she's like, great, I'll take it, because she knows that if she can understand that facet, and it's a menial task, she'll understand the weight it carries. That like right. no one might want to do it, but it has to get done. Yeah. And what type of person? It's great. Right? What because type of person's their first reaction is give it to me? They were, they were in an organization that was built on that. So, exactly. Um, if you work at Chick-fil-A and you're looking for new employment, <laughs> please go to djandlindsay.com yeah. backslash careers. Yeah. And, backslash uh, careers or <laughs> work at 904, work yeah. with DJ and Lindsay, join DJ and Lindsay. Yes. A- any of those domains will redirect you to our uh, our yeah. success team because, yes, of course, we'd it's love to speak with you. Stone. It's a great model. <laughs> I mean, that and, and Publix. I mean, both of those two are great North Stars as far as, like, the consumer is the number yeah. one priority. Um, the two of them are great. We, you briefly brought up the metaverse. I want to jump into this because this is like it's new for everybody, and right. I think that's my biggest point. It's super new for me, but it's new for everybody. Everyone's right. starting in the same plane, right? But you've taken the priority of like, okay, I'm gonna learn about this because there's a lot of people talking about it. I want to know if it's garbage or it's a real deal. So I briefly brought up before our discussion NFTs. I'm like. I like don't I get it, but I don't get it. I was like, I feel like it's the fine art world's segue to try and jump into the digital space. And you're like, boom, you like you nailed yeah. it. Like that's what it is. Well, I was talking. I was talking to a friend earlier, my friend Nick, and we we're having this conversation. I've you know I watched my kid and all his friends play Fortnite, and they would buy these skins and do all of these things. You know, you had different you know Nike, you have different collabs coming out. So I think. And I don't know, and this is right. it's new. Who it's knows? a great, it's, it's kind of funny, yeah. but it's like a flex. So if you buy this art, or you buy this clothes, or you buy have this house, right, with crypto, that's kind of trending really hard right now. Right, uh, Bitcoin just hit an all time high yesterday, and 
who knows? I think that people uh, – let's take this example of the Bored Ape NFT. It's the mm-hmm. – you know, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Um, Steph Curry just bought his right. – So it's basically it's, – it's a it's monkey – it's like a yeah. digital monkey – yeah, artwork, and then right. we're changing their Twitter to it, so it's like a group. There's only right. ten thousand of them made, so it's like a group. And they used to trade at like three or four hundred dollars. Now Steph Curry just bought one a few days ago for one hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Steph Curry, the guy we brought up earlier. So, and you're like, why would somebody do this? And right. from my understanding, I think it's it's a club. Like you know, it's a it's a it, they're not making any more. They might do they're you know from what yeah. I understand, they're going to do stuff in the metaverse. You know, in the metaverse, that's virtual reality stuff. I think they're going to do offsite stuff at call it Art Basel or right. different, you know, CMA events. Oh, and then using those things as like a credential or a yeah, token. If you, have, to like if you have that token, you entry. get entry. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, obviously Facebook rebranding to being, you know, meta now. There's a lot of this metaverse conversation happening, and it's kind of funny that it seems yeah. to be that crypto was the first thing yep. in the metaverse. This is digital currency. Okay, we have we have a platform to build stuff off of, and now we're going into aesthetic and art because. You're right. It's just a flex. That's it. There's nothing. No one. No one ever needs anything inside the you metaverse. You don't need that. You don't need the. You don't board. need, you don't to need to that. Be in there. You're not like man. So and so. You know the terrible situation. But if they were only in the metaverse, they'd but, be better. But here you go. What do people want to be a part of? They want to be a part of a community. Yes. But now, how can I be a part of this community? Well, you not you need to buy it right, and then you can right. be in the right community. But who knows what that'll be? I don't know enough about it. Right. But I just think there's a lot of parallels to absolutely know, people wanting to be a part of something that really cool really trendy really up and coming absolutely and that's what you guys have built here is this up and coming trendy vibe i mean we have a secret project going on in our jacksonville office because that was it it's just like how can we level up not only opportunities for agents but like the space how can we level up the experience when you come into this office and you're you're doing your work you're making phone calls you're having a closing you're doing whatever it is how can we level up this space and that's one of the things that's going on now because you're right people want to be a part of something and more often than not, it's the people who are either afraid to be a part of something right. or for whatever reason can't be a part of something right. because of the type of things they've done or the right. person that they are. They're the number one people who are on that keyboard like this. Right. Going bananas. Yeah. Bananas. Well, What's the secret, Todd? The secret is being a good human being okay. and being honest, transparency. Like, don't. Oh, you said a secret project. Oh, the secret project? Oh, you oh. can't tell me because it's secret. Well, I could tell you because it should be done by the time this gets posted. Um, we're redoing our. So we have a great break room and i want to i want to redo it i want it to be this funky cosmopolitan las vegas vibe where it's just like the energy's in there you know agents are coming in and out we have breakfasts vendors coming in here all the time bringing breakfast you know celebrating hey we have this thing going on with closing this and that my man yeah so i'm like this is going to be a space where when these vendors come in they're like oh yeah we're going to dj Lindsay. it's so cute like that's my goal todd the media guy the the <laughs> interior designer <laughs> interior designer podcast yeah. extraordinaire that's it football you know broadcaster now broadcast I mean, yeah i think you know your future is bright yeah i mean we'll we'll get there got to start somewhere so yes. um anyway thanks for coming on again thanks for having me I, yeah it's thank you guys fun. for uh, for always listening supporting yeah. sharing because um subscribe to the channel so you can always see these yeah up. i mean we, lo- we love doing this i love doing this we did it kind of out of necessity because we just needed to get this information out and now it's just absolute joy i mean yeah. I, people ask me all the time to come on i'm like we're, go- we're gonna get to everybody but next, like and then next tuesday we'll talk about the jags win again hopefully yeah, next fingers tuesday, crossed fingers crossed exactly so, uh, <laughs> well thanks again everybody all right thanks Later.